Welcome to Brain Wellness, the podcast. I'm your host, Mandy MP. Each episode will bring you a new topic or interview related to brain health and wellness as part of my mission to help you on the path to a healthier, happier brain. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Brain Wellness, the podcast. Today, I have with me the Chris Downing. Uh, As a personal development coach, author, and personal trainer, Chris has a unique ability to engage with an audience, connect with them emotionally, and motivate them to take action towards their desired goals. He strongly believes that every person on this earth was created with a gift and a purpose to do great things, and it is his heart's desire to bring out the very best in others so they can live out that purpose. He's had an opportunity to serve as a motivational speaker for several audiences, including Quest Recovery and Prevention Services, Director of Youth Services, which is one of the roughest juvenile prisons in Ohio, corporate business events, and many local high school and youth groups. He is also an actor starring in many national television commercials, along with an extensive modeling career featured in several commercial print ads throughout the United States. I know him as celebrity personal uh, fitness trainer through uh, Shift Shop. Wow. And through amazing things from uh, one of my besties who's gone through this program, The Power of I Am. So welcome, Chris, and thanks so much for being here. Man, that's a lot of information. <laughs> I know, right? I did my homework. <laughs> Man, it's crazy because I don't even think about, you know, some of the stuff that, that I've been, you know, that I've experienced. Like, I'm listening to you like, man, I did a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I never think about it. I just, I don't know. I just never really stay attached to it or, but I, maybe I should a little bit. You know, it's kind of cool. I have the same response when people introduce me. It's like, wow, I'm, it's kind of amazing when you stop and think about it because we just do what we do on a daily basis and don't think about it. Wow. So. Well, thanks for having me. This is, yeah. I love being on a podcast. Super excited. Thank you so much. So my first question I always ask people, uh, what's your story? What's your background? How'd you get into what you're doing now? Um, I, I like to say, you know, as far as, you know, how I got into where I am now is just my desire and love for people. You know, as, as a child, you know, I grew up with so many, you know, unfortunate events and just navigating through that, you know, as a child and even as an early adult, it really inspired me because, you know, I never wanted people to feel the way I felt, you know, like going through different, you know, traumatic events and experiencing different, you know, levels of life. And I just, I always told myself if I was ever in a position to to make a big impact, I would do whatever I could within my power and, you know, wisdom or knowledge to make sure that I was able to bring out the best in others. Mm-hmm. And that's a great, that's a great one. <laughs> that's it. I love hearing people's why, because it's always just an emotional thing that catches you. So yeah. um, very, very cool. So you are big into fitness. You're doing the transformational coaching. Um, I'm always into neurology. That's my, my big thing. So what, how is it that what you're doing matches up with my work with brains? Well, your work with brains, I need to learn that. (laughs) (laughs) That's another level of, you know, brain information that I I would love to tap into. But I guess I I would probably say I'm a little bit more of a different type of trainer, Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not so big on results physically because for me, it's like, if you don't know who you are or if you don't see yourself through the proper lenses, it doesn't matter if you have a six pack, 12 pack lean, you're still a broke person because you're still unhappy internally. You know, I've, I've, I've been able to witness a lot when I see people lose a ton of weight 
and then you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 pounds, even 100 pounds, and then they still lack confidence. And so I asked, like, how do you not feel good? And they said, well, when I look in the mirror, I still see the overweight person, but they're actually so much lighter. And that just really triggered me. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, so they went through this whole transformation of all this weight. And you telling me when you look in the mirror, you still see the person's overweight. That's a brain misconnection there. You see what I'm saying? And so that's what really got me into thinking like, you know what, let's focus on helping someone see themselves through different lenses so that it triggers an emotion. And that emotion is what's going to be, you know, their their validation and confidence that, that they've arrived to a certain place. And then from there, you know, the physical results, as far as losing weight and getting lean and definition, that's just a bonus. Because at the end of the day, you don't have your mind, you don't have anything. So true. You have to be in the right mindset for it. Right. Um, I started doing big workouts back in 2009. So it's been a long time. But if my mind space wasn't there, I wasn't able to be successful. Just couldn't right. do it. Yeah. Where's oh there we go. Behind me somewhere here. Attitude is everything. Choose a good one. You have yeah. to have the right attitude for it, otherwise you can't do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The cool part about that is even the attitude, like even to say that you have to be very mindful of the emotional connection because some days you may not feel like working out. So then we're gonna yeah. tap it. That's when you yep. tap it. Why? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, when I um when I used to do uh, beach body coaching, I had to help people find that why a lot. And I've had people even since I'm no longer a coach, but um, I still, I still have people saying that I'm motivating them. So I still do it, but uh, it's, I'll get people asking me, well, what about where's the motivation to get into this? And it's, it's not going to be there before you start. Do you agree with that? Uh, I mean, it's going to be there. I always say it's already planted within you. You just have to become aware of it. Yeah. And then from there, that's when the work, the work begins. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you do to keep your own self healthy? Well, <laughs> I go through a, a pretty extensive process, you know, in the mornings. I, I get up at 3 a.m. Um, I'm typically at my gym by, by 4.45-ish. Okay. But I get up at 3 and I take care of myself first. Mm-hmm. And that's usually uh, just meditation. Uh, just mainly gratitude. I don't, I don't really ask for anything. Uh, I feel like God already gave me everything. It's up to me to, to awaken to that. And but you can't even awaken to it unless you have some form of gratitude. And even if I'm going through, you know, tough moments in life, which we all have, I have to find something I'm grateful for in that moment, just so I can trigger the emotion to welcome, you know, more, more blessings. And then from there, it's more of like visualization of the person that I desire to be. Right. And I, I take that time and I'm mentally engaged with what my life would be like experiencing that. And I'm only doing that just to grab the emotion out of it. Because once I grab the emotion out of it, whatever that vision is, that emotion is the heartbeat that tells me it's confirmed. It's already done. Now, the challenge is from that moment forward, when I walk out my door, I don't walk out as the Chris that woke up. I woke out as the Chris that had the vision. That makes sense because yeah. my emotions is confirming that okay, this is real. It's, I believe it. I, I, it's 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 done. Mm-hmm. Now I have to be that person in that vision when I walk out the door to demonstrate that and manifest it to the world. Mm-hmm. Do I have difficulties with that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and I also you know I had to even break it down. So again, that's just part of the process. Mm-hmm. So in most cases where I have difficulties with that. It would be in an emotional place. Mm. And it's always gut related. 
if I eat something the night before or I don't feel good in my tummy, mm-hmm. I say tummy. <laughs> if I feel good in my stomach, puffing up a little bit. No, if I don't feel good in my stomach, then then my mind is is going to be tormented in a sense of it's hard to believe in something when you don't feel good. That makes sense. So yep. I always say my gut is my first brain. My yep. head is my second brain. Yep. There's a huge connection between the gut and the brain. Uh, and I've been studying that for years as well in neurology. So it's, it's there. If you're not eating well, you, you're not going to be able to think very well either. So, yeah, it's okay. You said, tell me you've got little kids. It's all good. It's- <laughs> <laughs> I do. So you, you, the dad in me just came out. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. It's all good. <laughs> very good. Um, what are some simple tricks that you start off with people when you're working with them on how to get in the right headspace and, and uh, get where they need to be to do, to make their goals? I think the first thing for me is even before I work with anybody, I got to know what they want because mm-hmm. that's going to always be the baseline to, you know, moments where, where they're going through hardships or they're struggling or they may not feel like doing it. I got to remind them of why we're here, why, why we're connected, why we're working together. Uh, that for me is huge because mm-hmm. A lot of times people have big dreams, but they've been, you know, shot down so much by people in their life or their environment or memories of their past that they're afraid to share those dreams. Well, I welcome that. Like, I want to know what you want because I know that it's possible. It's just a matter of of what are you willing to do and what are you willing to sacrifice to give yourself permission to allow this to manifest. That's really good. (laughs) <laughs> love that. Love that. So that's one similarity that we have actually. So when I'm working with my patients, I do the same kind of thing. Um, when I'm dealing with somebody who's had a stroke or some other kind of brain injury and trying to get getting them back to where they were, I have yeah. to find out about who they who they are and, and what their goals are to get back there so that I can remind them of that. Right. Um, so that transfers over everything we do. Yeah. It's kind mm-hmm. of challenging though, because if a person if they don't want something, mm-hmm. you can't go against that will. Like, like that, that's resistance. Mm-hmm. Always like, even when, when people, this is going to sound so crazy. You know, people have come to me and be like, you know, such and such is in the hospital, my mom or my dad or somebody and they're, they're, they may pass away. Can you pray to pray for them that they will stay alive? And I'm like, I can't. And I, and, and I, I know that sounds crazy. I, all I say is, you know, I can pray for them to, 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 to make that right decision what's best for them because I can pray all day long. If they have a conversation with God and they're done, they don't want to fight no more. He ain't going to override. <laughs> he ain't going to override my desire for, for, for this person to live or, or the next person. to. Live. If he says I'm ready to go, I'm tired. That's going to honor that. Absolutely. So that's why I get really nervous when people or, you know, people say, can you pray? I just don't want to live. I get it. You selfishly want them here. But if this person doesn't want to live, that's a mental like that's an, a, a, a decision mm-hmm. no human being can override that decision. Absolutely. That's when I pray that God will help the people that are surviving to make it through exactly. the support they need. Yeah, yeah, prayer becomes a little different. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> does. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so uh, how'd you get into fitness to begin with? No, I have to be honest. I, well, <laughs> I've always worked out. I've always been the captain of whatever team I ever played on, whether it's high school or college or you know, sports. But it was actually my uncle had a dream about it. Um, mm-hmm. The stories like on YouTube. But anyway, my uncle had he had a he had a dream. He had a dream, 
that uh that I was a fitness trainer and he said that my program was global mm-hmm. and that people's lives were being changed all around the world. And at the time I was just modeling and acting and I was like, oh cool, cool dream, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a trainer. I just want to focus on modeling and acting. And then he he lived about a block from me. I talked to him for two or three times a week and he passed away suddenly of a heart attack, like unexpectedly, right? And it was weird because the day he passed away is one of the days I typically talked to him. And mm-hmm. I didn't talk to him, so I was like, yeah, maybe he was busy. But what thing the part that hurt me the most is he he had a, a heart attack while he was in the shower. Oh, so he was in the shower for eight hours before they found him. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, rigor mortis set in everything. It was crazy. And I was the first person they called to identify his body. But oh. um, when he passed away, I, I just I, I was broken because he was like, he was my mom's brother, but he was still like, he was like a father figure to me because my mm-hmm. pops wasn't in my life growing up. So I had the hardest time with his death. Mm-hmm. And so what triggered me to become a trainer is, as I made a decision one day at my darkest moment, you know, in, in the process of grieving that I would, I would fulfill the dream, even if it was something I didn't want to do because he believed in it so well. I mean, so much. Mm-hmm. And so I, I decided to be a trainer in honor of him. And honor the dream, and man, I'm so glad I did. <laughs> I am too. Yeah. I remember so, seeing that video yeah, yeah, before I, shift yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I asked him, and I said a prayer. I said, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do this if it's going to help me heal quicker. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to ask you to, if I do this, to to, to live through me mm. and help me touch these people's lives. If this is what you feel I should do, and then I did it. That was it? He's helping you be amazing. Uh, well, appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Um, so what, tell me about the power of I am. I've heard about it through people gone through the program with you. Man, the power of I am is a very powerful program. Mm-hmm. It really is. It really, it helps people go from where they are now to where they want to be through steps and stages through strategic practices, but most importantly, developing the understanding of of who they are now, how they became this way, and what decisions and choices do we have to make to to rise above that mindset? Because let's be honest, everything that you're accomplishing or both positive or negative experiences you're having, it's because of the person you are today, right? There's a series of events that's happened in the past that manifested where we are today mm-hmm. and so for me and what power i am to to become aware of that and to to help people become aware of that i always feel like regardless if i allowed it or i or i allowed it to to happen mm-hmm. still 150 percent responsible mm-hmm. see what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i knew this was not going to work for me but i allowed to have it and i always say um, not choosing is still a choice not choosing certain things is still a choice, right? So once you are, are willing to accept this is where I'm at, I'm not going to blame anybody. That right there, to me, just gives you so much power to to get a deeper understanding of, of what you need to do now to manifest a different reality for yourself. And so I take people through about nine weeks of extensive strategic practices and and help them tap into a greater version of themselves. And once they tap into that, it's over. 
<laughs> life, <laughs> life changes, baby. <laughs> it changes in the most profound way to the point where it's almost scary. I almost stopped doing it, stopped doing power by him because it was yeah. freaking me out. Yeah, because people's lives was changing so quick. And so people kept saying, man, you're changing my life. And, and I, I didn't want to be responsible for that. Like, I, mm. I don't have the power to change your life. I just have a gift. You, you, you were... need that kind of credit. So it freaked me out. Like I started seeing all these people's lives change, making more money because their mindset changed, bodies changing, family dynamics changing. And I was freaking out. Like maybe I should be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's proof that you should be. Though. Yeah, yeah, it's a big responsibility. But yeah, that's pretty much so, mindset training. That's awesome. So you are the resource that they need to get them where they need to be. Right. And the thing about it, to be honest, Mandy, I. You ever heard someone say you're running away from your gift? Yeah. There was a period where I was like, I, don't, I just want to be a trainer. I don't want to dig into this stuff because I started seeing so many miraculous results. Mm-hmm. And then I said, wait a minute. No, this is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm here. Like, what if, I mean, I could tell you stories from even when I was with Beachbody. Like, there was one event that was just mind blowing. I mean, I'm on stage leading a workout. There's a couple thousand people. There's 5,000 people. In this one room, and that's rocking out. And I stopped the music and I said, Wait a minute, I need everybody to count louder, push a little harder. There's a person in here that wants to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Dead serious. There's a person that want to commit suicide, and, and they came to this workout as their last chance to feel good about themselves. And I just need you to count louder and, and push for this person. Man, I got back to my hotel room. I got a, a message on Facebook, on Instagram. And this lady said, I just want to let you know, check this out. My letter was written after your workout. I was going to commit suicide at Summit. Mm. At Summit, I wasn't going back home because my life feels like it's in shambles. And because of that workout, I knew that my life was so much bigger than what I was experiencing. And I'm going to fight a little harder. And man, I just had tears in my eyes. Like, this is crazy. And yeah, I got an email. He's, wow. You just gave me chills. You just gave me chills. It blew my mind. I just, I don't know, man. It was nuts. It was, it just, it just, I was like, I'm tripping. This is nuts. <laughs> You know, yeah. uh, that's one thing I do miss about being a beach body coach is going to the summits because they some amazing things happen there. Uh, you, I have the most respect for you guys as trainers because you all have have impacted so many lives yeah. uh, in ways that you can't even fathom at, even yet at this point. I'm sure. <laughs> so, um, so I I greatly appreciate it. and that 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 uh, just the whole thought of of how how you're able to change those lives. We're all put here for a purpose. Absolutely. As he said, and um, you are living up to that purpose and helping others do that as well. And that that's about as close to our brain health as you can possibly get, because you are helping people be in the right mental spaces. Yeah. yeah so much bigger than the physical. Like if mm-hmm. you got your mind, you have everything. Mm-hmm. That's all about just making some different shifts with your nutrition and, and just getting, you know, people don't know that the leading cause of death in, in the U.S., it's not cancer. It's not diabetes. It's sleep deprivation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't yeah. know that. And then from there, here comes the ailments and the cancers and the, all the different things. It's sleep deprivation. Yeah. 
Yep. That's when our brains heal. That's all, all the, the neurotransmitters, all those hormones in the brain come together to help our brains heal and store our memories and everything. So absolutely sleep is super important. You can be working out like a, a crazy person. You can be eating as best you can, but if you're not sleeping and if you're not dealing with any mental issues that you have, you're not going to find success. True. So there we go. Thank you so much for all that. Uh, what? So you're you're still doing the power of I am. You haven't given it up. What other kind of projects are you working on? Just um, my app. I have a I have an app that's on uh, all smart devices, all major platforms: Apple, Roku, Amazon, um, Fire Stick, Android, Android TV. So I have a lot of my power of I am. All the all the calls are obviously live, but I record them and I upload them onto the app. And um, right now it's just, <clears throat> just growth, just continuing to grow, you know, my own mental health and I'm, I'm teetering about, teetering about writing a book, but right now I just, I'm just enjoying the, the journey, man. And just, just humbled by all the people that, I, that I'm able to connect with at this point in my life and, and, and share my gifts and talents with them and, and make, you know, make an impact on their lives. I don't want to say change their life, but you know, make a positive impact and knowing that I, I was, you know, I was in that right space to, to, to meet them. And it's just. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. What's your favorite workout program that you've led? Mm. Just out of curiosity. My favorite workout program? Or class or whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but I have, I, I invented these climbers. I saw oh, that. Man, <laughs> I'm in love with it. So yeah, I made it when the pandemic happened. Uh, I decided when I decided to to walk away from Beachbody, you know, I felt like I don't get me wrong. If it wasn't for Beachbody, I wouldn't have met the people that I met in my life. Yeah. But I just felt like they didn't know how to use me because mm-hmm. I was so different than everybody. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like they didn't. They I honestly didn't really know how to market me or use me, and mm-hmm. it, I just think they saw. I, I can say this with confidence. If I was still there right now, then the company wouldn't be struggling. I can honestly say that. And the reason why I can say that is because I poured into the coaches. Yeah. Like it wasn't about sales with me. I was smart enough to realize if they're happy, I'm always going to be good. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a time I was at a grocery store with my kids and um, we were in the checkout line and right by the door, I just lady just kept staring at me the whole time at the store. It's weird. And then um as I started walking closer to her, she started like clapping her hands. So again, I'm I'm in dad mode. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> to what's going on. And she walked up to me and she had a shift shop shirt on. Mm-hmm. She was like, I knew this was you. I didn't want to bother with your kids, but I just wanted to say thank you so much for, for changing my life. And I said, see, she said, Can I please have a can I you know, she said, I want a picture so bad, but I forgot my cell phone at home. I said, you know what? How about I take a picture of you, of us, and I send it to you. And I don't thank me. I want to thank you because it's mm-hmm. coaches like you and the countless others. I'm able to take care of my kids. Mm-hmm. So this is so much bigger than seeing your favorite super trainer. How about your super trainer being, you know, excited to see the person who, help change the dynamic of my life as well. So mm-hmm. took the selfie, sent her the picture, and that was it. That's awesome. Yeah, man. 
you are, I think, one of the most down-to-earth trainers I've ever met. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh, man. That's just pretty much. And I think that's why I didn't fit in, man. I just was too much of <laughs> Um, I remember when they introduced you at Summit and they brought you out on stage and the whole purpose was because they wanted something different and they brought you in because you weren't the same as everybody else. So it's, it's sad for them that they, that they didn't use you appropriately, but at least you are keeping on with your gifts. So, so yeah, create these climbers. If you're in Ohio, you got to come man. I'm, it's, this is my Peloton idea. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I saw um, you were doing some free workouts this week on there. I'm like, dang it. I wish I was closer. Class, I created that, and um, it's called City Climb Live. I'm, a, I'm gonna um, have some actually some climb workouts on my app. I'm gonna mass produce it here soon, and then I created another program called Over the Edge. Over the Edge was the first program I, I um, that I, I filmed after I left Beachbody. Yeah. It's, Over the Edge is dope. It's really good. I might have to check that one out. I might have to do it. I've done the shift shop, and that was a ton it of fun. Is, it's, it's I lost a lot of sweat. Ship shop. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. I'll check it out. Where can people find you if they want to learn more, Chris? Um, well, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my what's it at V Chris Downing. That's mm-hmm. my um, Instagram name. And that's pretty much it. So I got just the Chris Downing at the beginning. So it always makes me think of the Ohio State University too. So Yeah, so we gotta put the V in front. <laughs> gotta get the V in there. <laughs> Chris Downing. Chris Downing. <laughs> yeah, I love it. yeah, yeah, that's it. I love it. Any last tips you want to leave us with our listeners? I just want to, you know, for your listeners, I just want everybody to, to come to a place where, where they give themselves a permission to, to tap into the unknown. There's so many unknowns within us right now. And we don't, we don't give it any attention because we're so, and it's okay we're so emotionally connected to our environment or memories of the past mm-hmm. that unknown is waiting on you. And I always ask people, you know, what kind of person, or what kind of life do you want for you and your family? And the next question is what kind of person do you have to become to attain that? And the third thing I remind them is, you know, every blessing that you ever desired is waiting on you, but it's attracted to a certain version of you. It's not attracted to the version you are to now, right now or be here. So that should tell you right there, it's a mindset thing because you change your mind, you change your life. And once you change your life, those blessings that are attracted to that identity will show up, okay. period. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much, Chris. Oh, thank you. Um, it's been a pleasure. I'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Brain Wellness, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to subscribe, like, and share this with others to help me continue on with my mission to help people live healthier, happier lives. Go to www.brainwellnesssolutions.com to see what I'm up to and get links to all the social medias there. See you next time.